Greetings and welcome to the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila. So since I am unaware of what time you are listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today's message is be consistent. Be consistent in anything that we are expecting, um, anything that we're expecting to see change, anything that we are expecting to see results we have to be consistent now the thing about it is i started thinking just it seems like everything i have seen today has been basically coming with the same message of be consistent now i'm sitting here i was doing my hair and earlier i was looking at you know how Google photos will give you uh, like two years ago, like highlights and memories or whatever. Well, my Google photos did that. And I, two years ago, I decided to, now I've been natural since 2010, uh, like natural, like I haven't had a relaxer or anything like that since 2010. So that's, uh, what are we, 11 years now? Yeah. So um, I've been been natural for that long, but when I first started out, I really didn't know what I was doing. I really didn't understand. And if you hear some squealing, that's my son's uh, puppy in the back. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Okay, so yeah, so it had given me a highlight um, of two years ago. Two years ago on Christmas, I decided um, that I was going to grow my hair out, um, because I've, I've always cut it really short. I haven't really given it like time to grow and things like that. Cause I was just like, Hey, if I damage it with heat or anything, I can just chop it right back off again. Plus I thought I was cute with short hair. I really enjoyed uh, short hair. I met my husband with short hair. So my husband was never the type, he's, he's never been the type to tell me what to do as far as my looks or anything. He actually frustrates me in that area because there's a lot of times that I'll ask him, well, what do you think? Should I do this or should I do that? And he'll just say something like, you know, I think you're beautiful regardless of what you do. I just think you're beautiful all the time. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, you don't need makeup, you don't this, you don't that, you know, it doesn't matter if your hair is long or short, you know, whatever, whatever. So he's always been like that. And for me, you would think that that would be something that somebody be like, oh, my husband just think I'm just all that, <laughs> which it, it was a good feeling. It is a good feeling, you know, um, and he says, stuff, you know, I'm always going to think you're beautiful, you know, and stuff like that. Right responses. Okay. But, um, when it comes down to my looks, he he was never one to be like, wear your hair like this, or I like it like this better. But there was a certain point in time where, and, and I would be in the mirror chopping it. As soon as it would get a little bit of length on it, I was chopping it right back off. I, it got, um, like two or three years ago, it got to my shoulders. And then I chopped it right back off again, shaved it in the back, all of that, like would constantly keep it like that. Well, one day a friend of his was over. I don't know if I've told this story on here before or not. Um, but um, 
two years ago, um, a friend of his came over and we were all talking and, you know, his friend has locks. And so his friend was talking about him and his wife and how beautiful he believes his wife is. You know, he's going on and on and on about how beautiful his wife is and how he loves her locks and thinks that, you know, and has never, has only probably seen, I don't think he's ever seen her with makeup on and she's beautiful and this and that. And so my husband was, you know, standing there and he got on the subject, we got on the subject of my hair and my hair is very fine and very soft to the touch. Um, it's softer than a lot of white people's hair. Like people don't, a lot of people don't know that about me looking at me, but I have a, a completely different hair texture than my siblings, my mother, my father, all that, like, but seemed to, once I started uh, cosmetology school and got into cosmetology school and started doing different people's hair in my family, I realized that my mom's twin had the same kind of hair as mine, as well as her mother, uh, my grandmother, uh, have the same hair, and then a cousin of mine has the same hair as mine. Now, I haven't talked touched everybody's hair but it's only like a few people you know because my grandmother was a full-blood Indian so you know sometimes stuff can skip generations leap down grab somebody well my hair is that so anyway um my husband was like you know we was talking and he was just like well you know um <clears throat> I, it doesn't matter to me, you know, the way she wears her hair. She could wear it long or short, you know, and she's still going to be beautiful or whatever. But then he was just like, but I just wish she, like, she has a, a nice texture of hair, but I wish she would just let it be great. And when he said that, it impacted me in a way to where it, it wouldn't have impacted me the same if he'd have been like, grow your hair out because I want to see it grow, and I prefer it that way. I want you with long hair. He didn't do that. You know, he met me with short hair, you know, <laughs> and the longest that I let it get was right there, you know, right above my shoulders before I chopped it back off again. So when he said that, he was like, you know, she's got beautiful hair. She's got nice hair. I just wish she would let it be great. When he said that, something like switched in me like, wow. Okay, you know, he's not trying to control me. He's not, you know, this is this is a desire of his, even though he's not forcing it on me. This is a desire of his. So let me go ahead and fulfill that desire. Well, the Google photo is <laughs> uh, memory is of me stretching my really short hair. I was stretching it and it barely like I had to stretch it hard for it to even come to like the very bottom of my neck like very bottom of my neck I had to stretch it and so I was looking at that and I was like wow like because most people don't even know how long my hair is because I just keep it in these two braids like an Indian or I just keep you know what I mean I just I keep it put away you know um I don't straighten it out anymore. I don't, I can't. Last time I straightened my hair out was, no, I guess it was just last year, but still, um, before that it was a year ago. And so, um, yeah, so I did it once last year and once the year before straightened it out. Um, 
And of course, we just started this year, so I haven't. But anyway, I'm getting to a point, you guys. So anyway, so I was looking at that Google Photos and I was like, wow, because I don't do anything special to my hair. But what I do is I am consistent. Now my hair, when it's not braided and I pull it down, it comes uh, down to my um, inner uh, um, armpit. And it just amazed me, like, wow, like my hair has really grown a lot in two years. But the thing about it is I've just been consistent. And the crazy thing is, is that when your hair is growing, you don't physically wake up the next morning and see, oh, my hair is long or my hair is growing. I see it growing. You don't Every day you wake up, you don't see it growing. It's just like one day you just look up and realize, oh my gosh, like I'm getting results and it's just being consistent. I have just been consistent in keeping it uh, moisturized and keeping it put away uh, and keeping it clean. A lot of uh, African-American people, I'm not saying everybody, but I see, a, I watch a lot of YouTube uh, videos on hair and everything. And I, I see so many people saying, oh, you, it's like growing dirt. It's like a plant. You got to grow your hair with the dirt and you don't wash your hair that often. And I'm just like, where they do that at? You know, because growing up, I didn't, growing up, I didn't wash my hair that often either. It was like rare that I washed it, you know? Um, but now I wash my hair quite often, quite often. And something else that I've noticed is you have to do what works for you. What works for somebody else might not work for you. You get what I'm saying? Somebody might need to wait a month before they wash their hair. I can't do it. You know, my, my scalp will be itching like crazy, but, um, I did what works for me. My hair gets wet every time I get in the shower. My hair um, gets put away every single time I get out of the shower. I do the same thing to it. Um, I don't wash my hair every day anymore. I used to wash it every day, but now I don't. Uh, I might I rinse it every day because I do think of my hair in a plant as a plant in a different way than a lot of other people, which think that you need dirt to grow your hair. But for me, I feel like my hair needs, my scalp needs water, you know? So I keep my hair hydrated in that sense. So anyway, my point is this, you know, because a lot of people, it's been times where I've tried to listen to these different uh, YouTubers say, you know, oh, the new product, you know, because a lot of people are product junkies and they say this works that works and oh you gotta buy this product now and oh and this product and buy this and that and I just y'all I have tried and when I do that my hair texture don't even feel the same it don't feel right it don't sit right nothing do y'all know I use something so simple I use the cheapest most somebody might think of as the most whitest shampoo ever I'm not going to put my secret out there because I really don't want everybody running out and getting it. But it costs a dollar. It costs a dollar. And I used that and me and my son was just talking because my son is, is mixed. My son's father is white. And so 
we have similar textures. His is more uh, finer than mine, but we have similar textures of hair. And so I was, we were both saying, you know, he was like, oh, I thought this was expensive. I'm like, no, because we were both saying that the dollar, you know, shampoo works better than any high price shampoo and conditioner that I bought. And so it's just like, you have to do what works for you and you have to be consistent. And so I'm going to tie this into marriage at this point. Um, so if this is your first time listening to me, I have been separated from my husband of five years since July 7th, uh, 2020. Um, and we have not had contact, you know, except for one time when God, uh, told me to go exactly, uh, it was either exactly two or three months, exactly three months after our separation. Uh, God told me to go there. And I was just like, what? Um, I'll tell that story another day if I have not already. So anyway, um, and so, yeah, so it's just like, I've been getting kind of frustrated at um, different people when it comes down to um people having marriage ministries and different things like that, because it just seems like people are capitalizing just the same way that the, the hair community, um, is capitalizing on, um, all these products and making product junkies. The same thing happens, uh, when it comes down to these marriage ministries, because it's, everything is monetized. If you want, if you want a seminar on this, you got to pay $20 for this. If you, um, if you want to hear my testimony, you got to do this and now you got to pay for this and now you got to pay for that. And they encourage you to buy all this stuff and, and you feel so frustrated. Why does everything have to be monetized? And I'm not talking about just like a business. I'm talking about the word of God. I'm noticing that, um, I read a book and it was a really good book, um, by someone really known and, it was really good, you guys. But what I noticed is that it was just his notes because everything that he had written about was the same thing I had been studying about. And I know some people will just go and they will read a book, but they will not read the word of God for themselves. And so people are able to monetize off of people's laziness. People are able to monetize off of people's desperation. And so a lot of people want, um, when we go back to the hair community, a lot of people want this long flourishing hair because black people, black women for so long have been told that your hair does not grow. And for so long, we didn't know how to retain uh, hair because there was not a community that showed us that our hair could grow, right? And we were doing all these damaging things that was passed down from generation to generation, uh, causing damage or us just trying to have that straight hair that, that put us in a certain category or a certain box or that, that helped us be um, presentable or acceptable in other people's sight uh, in the workplace and different places places like that. Um, and, you know, so a lot of people are taking advantage of people's desperation. The thing about it is when it comes down to growing your hair, all you have to do is figure out your hair and then be consistent in that. It comes down to the same thing with, um, with, um, 
like if you're believing God for your marriage to be uh, not only reconciled, but restored, like you guys, nobody sees in the process, you know, you don't see growth every day. You know, sometimes you're sitting in one space and you're doing the same thing over and over again. And to look at it, it seems like nothing is happening. It isn't until you go back and you look at where you started, where you see that you are making the way you are making progress. So I say all of that to say, be consistent. And when it comes down to your marriage, just because something worked for someone else, what we have to learn is that we have a connection to God as well as these other people do as well. So if they could hear from God and they could say, well, this is what I did to restore. And that's great because, you know, these ministries actually have been a blessing to me because for the longest there was no community for it. I'm just going to be honest. The same way that there was no market and no community for black hair growth and everything else, there have so long there hasn't been a, a, a out front um a community that says yes your marriage can work regardless if they're a narcissist regardless of what of what of what you feel like you're facing yes your marriage can work yes you can stand in the gap yes a justified husband or wife uh, i mean uh, a sanctified husband or wife sanctifies the other you know you don't hear these, you didn't hear these things for the longest. And I believe um, is the reason why we've had so much, so many divorces, especially in the Christian community, because it seems like, like I've said in previous podcasts, that um, the Christians are, or believers are encouraging divorce more than the world is. The world will endure some things, will stand by and say ride or die or whatever, whatever. It's the people in the church that seem like they are not consistent with that, even though they stood and they said, till death do us part, you know, for sickness and in health through, you know, <laughs> worse or goodness, or, you know what I mean? Like bad or, or good, the worse or whatever, you know what I mean? I stood before my family, his family wasn't there, but I stood in front of my family and I made vows. And more importantly, I stood in front of God and I became one flesh with my husband the day that I said I do, the day I said um, uh, for richer, for poor, for sickness and in health, you know, for better or for worse, till death do us part. I said these things. You know, and so what I'm learning is to be consistent, uh, regardless of what it looks like in the moment, is to be consistent. And even though other people might say, well, this is what worked for me, so you got to do this and you got to do that. You have to, the thing is, you have to do what works for you, right? You have to figure out, because everybody's marriage is different. Everybody's problems are different. Everybody's shortcomings are different. Everybody's spouses are different, right? So we have to, our, just like our relationships with God are customized, is the same thing, like, you know, personalized, the same thing with our marriage. You know, there's not one, there's not two alike. You get what I'm saying? Y'all might have some similarities, but 
It's not exactly alike. It's like a snowflake. So you have to figure out what works for you, just the same as you got to work. figure out what works for your hair. You know what I mean? It, but the, the people that came before us who have prosperous marriages and stuff, I thank God for them coming and telling their, their uh, testimonies because these people are the reason why I, I didn't go crazy. Um, because I was really literally going crazy at one point because people were telling me, oh, just let it go. It's too far gone, you know, whatever, whatever. And these other communities, um, excuse my, uh, my water app, but, um, these other, these, these, these people who have come out and who have said otherwise, I'm so thankful for them. I get frustrated at, at all the monetizing, you know what I mean? Cause Feel like you taking advantage of me and my time of me <laughs> but um uh and i get frustrated with that sometimes because i'm like why does everything have to cost like when you were trying to figure this out you know what i mean it didn't you know it didn't cost you anything but what we need to realize well you know people will you know um people you know they, they come off off of your ignorance and your laziness. So a lot of times people are too lazy to read the word for themselves. They're too lazy to, um, they're too lazy to do certain things. Um, and from, uh, like, and to, to get their own understanding, have their own relationship with God. For me, I, I took part in a lot of, in, in this certain, in, in these different communities. Um, and uh, subscribe to their channels and everything because it is encouraging and because it's good to be able to uh, come together in likeness uh, with other people who um, who have either, you know, come into what you're trying to come into or, you know, give you a certain understanding because there are so many things that have gained true understanding uh, from based off of these people. So I'm so very thankful for them. I'm not in any way, shape or form, you know, judging these people. I appreciate them. I love them and I love their ministries. Um, but y'all is, is everybody's fault that, that these people are able to come up in this way. Um, I do believe that I, and I've been knowing this for years, um, that I am called to have a marriage ministry. I do know there are some things that I'm going to have to monetize, like my, my book and things like that. Um, I do know that there is a clothing line coming and everything uh, like that. But uh, all in all, I don't want it to ever be something that is, you know, pushed above everything else. I'm not accusing any of these people of doing that. Um, but there are some where, y'all, I heard this one, not, not the one that, not my mentor, not my mentor. I'm not talking bad about my mentor at all. I'm talking about somebody else, somebody who I was thinking about making my mentor before my mentor. I love my mentor, but this person, she's another known, uh, uh, mentor, uh, marriage, uh, counsel, whatever you want to call her. Uh, and, uh, she was the, the second one that I ran across. She was the mentor of the person I was listening to at the time, which is actually what patched me into this whole community, which is beautiful. But I remember I was really like getting excited listening to this one. And she was like, y'all, um, 
she gave her testimony and everything. It was so inspirational, everything. And then she was like, um, so what I need you all to do, you know, she, you know, had her husband on this particular one. She was like, what I need you all to do is I need you to put your husband's names, you know, in the comments and I'm going to have my husband pray for your husbands or whatever, because, you know, he was the prodigal, you know, whatever, and prodigal spouse. And he came back, you know, and all this and that, you know, they have a beautiful testimony and, um, and I'm thankful for, for, uh, their ministry. But this thing turned me off right here. She was like, oh, yeah, put, you know, and I'll have him pray, you know, for you all. Just put your husband's names in here or whatever. So I'm typing as the video is going on about typing my husband's name in the comments. And I think I did. I typed my husband's name in the comments. And then uh, she was like, uh, now some of y'all, uh, I'm going to look and see if you ain't been supporting my ministry then uh you might as well forget it i'm not having my husband pray you know for y'all for your husband at all i'm not if y'all ain't supporting my ministry like we're supporting your ministry why does it come down to money we're supporting you every time that we like a video every time that we give you a view every time that we comment we are we are bringing we are bringing you money you know we are helping you because you're getting more views therefore you're getting more notoriety you know what i'm saying you're getting out there more the more views the better you know what i'm saying and so my one little thumbs up and and consistent thumbs up is really going to help you especially if i'm commenting on every video if i'm liking things and y'all that just really turned me off i'm like really so it's about the monies it's about the monies i can't get down with that I ain't listened to another thing of hers. Or well, actually, I I tried to overlook it and I tried to listen to one other thing. Um, and then she did this. She said something and it just really made me mad, you know, because something else I'm noticing in these communities. And like I said, I'm not talking about my mentor, but um, something that I'm seeing in these communities is um, it's like this first wives club. Y'all, if they find out that you're the second wife, oh, they're not playing. They'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. You know, um, if the first wife come along and, and like I heard this one and I was really listening to her. And she was like, she was like, um, she was like, your, your husband, you can pray your husband back. Yes, you can. You can. I need you to believe, you know, and it don't matter if he don't want out and uh, and, and, and marriage somebody else. You know, she kind of country sound. It don't matter if you don't win. If he don't went out and married somebody else, you can still pray him back. That other marriage don't matter. And I was just like, what the what? So you mean to tell me that I have power? Unless the first wife comes back and choose and decides that she want him back, then my marriage is null and void. I find that hard to believe because God honors marriage. So that old nonsense, y'all, it had me discouraged. It had me discouraged uh, for a while um, because I did not break up um, his first marriage. They were divorced before I even came into the picture. Yes, we got married fast, <laughs> but um, I didn't even know how long he had, had been divorced. 
uh, by the time we were getting married. So, I mean, I didn't take this man from nobody. I didn't, you know, go into this in a way like, let me hurry up and snatch your husband up. You know, it was nothing like that. So when these people are on here, it seems like they have attitudes uh, when it comes down to, you know, like a second, this, yeah, I'm his second wife, but I, this is my first and only, hopefully, marriage. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, unless, unless something else happens, but, um, y'all, I, um, have never been married before now. It's my first time being married. So why is it that my marriage is null and void? You know what I mean? If the first wife want to come along and anybody can miss me with that. You get what I'm saying? Anybody can miss me with that. Miss me with the bull. Okay. I'm just, I'm just realizing, I'm just seeing, I'm glad that I'm seeing all these different things before my marriage ministry uh, takes off because now I can see ways that I can be more sensitive uh, to the people who, who's, who's, whose ear is for my voice. Um, so yeah, like, but, but anyway, all in all, I came on here to say, be consistent in anything. Like, even if you're doing weight loss, y'all, a lot of times when you're when you're running or walking or whatever, you don't look in the mirror that same day after you take a walk and say, Ooh, I done lost 50 pounds. <laughs> you don't do that. You don't start out losing 50 pounds as soon as you walk. No, a lot of times you don't even realize you're losing weight until somebody else notices you're looking at yourself every day in the mirror. So you might not see any progress, but know that because you're being consistent y'all and yeah, because last, no, 2019, I lost a gang of weight, okay? I went from being um, 181 pounds. I, I, I gained a whole other person <laughs> when, uh, when I got with my husband. I, I was probably about uh, 140, 150 when we met. And then I ended up at like 180, 181 pounds. And so a lot of people, you know, I'm not from Kansas City, Missouri. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Everybody who knew me before I got married is, is in my hometown, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so they'll look at me and be like, dang, she got big. But here, that's all they knew was the big girl. I came down here big. You know what I'm saying? So when I started losing weight, everybody was just like, girl, you're losing too much weight. And I'm looking like, dude, y'all don't know me. I've always been small. You know what I mean? Unless I got pregnant or something like that. There was the only times when a big something happens in my life. Um, like other than being pregnant three times and gaining that weight, gaining a whole nother person in weight. Um, yeah, like I, uh, oh y'all, I think I got up to two. Ooh, I forgot about that. I got up to about two, I want to say possibly 221. It probably didn't look like that way to people, but I was wearing size, uh, 16 
jeans, you guys, size 16 jeans down here, 16. Um, and then I got down to a size 9, 10 or whatever. And since the Corona, I've gained some weight back. So I'm probably about an 11, 12 or something like that, or size 13 or something like that. I'm not trying to keep going up that way. I'm trying to come on back down. Um, and I just started like exercising again yesterday. Um, but how many know that just because I started exercising yesterday, I didn't wake up a whole nother size today. Okay. Hello. I didn't wake up. I didn't wake up 30 pounds lighter today. I did not. It's going to take some time and you have to be consistent knowing that there, that results are going to come because you're being consistent. That's in everything, in your praying, in your, you know what I mean? Pray without ceasing, you guys. And that's anything. This doesn't have to be about marriage. Anything. It could be about weight loss. It could be about hair growth. It could be about um, writing a book. Like I'm writing this book. Even if I've noticed, you know, because I used to be so hard on myself, you know, at the very end of last year, you know, in December, I was really, really hard on myself and I was depressed because I didn't finish it before the year was up. But guess what? It's like some days I get on myself because, you know, um, I don't write that much. I might write a paragraph or something like that. And, you know, but I've have to, been having to tell myself, Nyla, anything you write on it, anything you do, you need to just be consistent in writing something on it. Same thing with walking, y'all. When I lost all that weight, I was just walking on my lunch break at work because I, I worked on the Sprint campus and I was just walking. I was just walking for 15 minutes uh, during my lunch or the whole lunch a lot of times. So uh, the whole 30 minutes I was walking and I, st and I stopped taking the elevator and I started taking the stairs. I started taking the stairs not because I was trying to lose weight. I was taking the stairs because the elevator was too slow. Waiting on the elevator, like a lot of times, y'all, if you're trying to get to your desk, which is on the third floor, and you coming in and you might be late if you don't, if that elevator don't come, I got tired of sitting around waiting for the elevator. So I started just like leaping, running up them stairs, y'all. And when I first did it, y'all, I was so out of breath. I could not doggone breathe, okay, when I got to my desk. But how many know that over a certain amount of time, I could run up those steps and not be winded? I could run up the steps and those three flights of stairs and be okay. But it took me being consistent in that in order to get to a point of not being winded. Now, if I was to go up those three stairs, those three flights of stairs, now a sister would be winded. Okay? Because I stopped being consistent. And so when you stop being consistent, you stop seeing progress as promised. Okay? So I'm just coming on here to say, be consistent. Be consistent. Give the rest to God and know that you're going to get... Uh, Anybody who does the, anybody who, who is consistent, who does the different, um, who, do, anybody who does anything that's consistent, it's gonna, it's gonna pay off. Okay. It don't work for it. So, somebody else is not different from you. It might take more time of you being consistent than it does this other person because their metabolism is different from yours right? Their body is different, but that's 
that's where that finding what works for you comes in at. Do not weigh your success based off of someone else and where they are. That's not going to do anything because envy and strife. Okay? You don't want to start envy and strife and confusion because every evil work is there. Okay? So you don't want to do that. Don't weigh your progress and your success off of somebody else who decided to be consistent for three weeks and now they they a whole hundred pounds lighter. You keep doing what works for you. Figure out what works for you and be consistent and you will see results. Okay, so that's all I wanted to come and share today. I have to hurry up and get myself together because I have to go buy this puppy some food because she has run out. Uh, so anyway, I'm so glad that you all took the time to listen to me today. Remember to be consistent. Remember to keep your attitudes in check. And until next time, peace. Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.